I don't know from where we have this in mind that to start, like we must be perfect in everything before we start the way. But hey, if we would be so perfect in everything, why to start then? Whether you're a professional dancer or just started falling in love with ballet dance, welcome to the Ballet Dance Life podcast. Here, we are diving deep into all facets of ballet dance world that cannot be found in a workshop or an audience seat. Every week, you will find new, honest, thought-provoking, inspiring, and educational conversation with top leading professionals of our industry. I'm your host, Jana Komornitska, and I am honored that you are part of our dance tribe. Hello everyone, how are you doing? Welcome to the Baladins Live podcast. Are you ready for edition number two with a beautiful Alex Delora, a professional ballet dancer from Ukraine? She is definitely famous for her unique style and very strong technique skills, which are very well used in her drum solo performances. In her previous experience as a competitor, Alex was the first runner-up in International Eliad Festival 2012 in Israel, and now she's a teacher who gives workshops worldwide. I can start counting many countries, but it's really many of them all over the world. She is the owner of dance and fitness space House of Grace and in Ukraine, uh, about which she will talk a little bit about in this interview. Also, she recently released her online course Dramatica, which of course we talked about in the interview too. So for those of you who may be interested in what's that and what exactly can you expect in the course, you will definitely find more information and in general about drum solos and about a bunch of things. And Alex has so much to offer and she definitely inspires so many people every day through her social media, such as like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, so many videos, over like million people views on her channels, but she also inspires many people via her classes, workshops, and these days also online uh, course. And in our today's uh, conversation, we talked uh, of course, about course and about nuances of drum solo, which was kind of a continuation of our previous interview, because as I mentioned, this is edition number two. We already had first interview. It was episode number 21, which I highly encourage you guys go and listen if you missed it, because it was so many fun stories and so many unexpected stories from Alex... Uh, experience as a dancer who was just growing her career and establishing and her first experience in competitions and ballet dance and dance in general like it's really very inspiring and worth listening to but of course we talked a lot about her love to drum solos in the previous interview and this time we also continued this topic but we didn't limit ourselves definitely just with drum solo topic, really talked a lot about inspiration 
finding motivation to develop, first of all, to start and blocks of starting something new, about physical activity and approach to body, exercising, taking care, finding your individual approach to physical activity and fitness, talked about ballet dance as a fitness activity, opportunities and challenges, uh, is it in general appropriate as a fitness activity, talked about many different things, but I absolutely adore Alex's approach to dance and artistic life in general. And every time that I have communication with her, it's just a great reminder of how much things we have that we can appreciate. And sometimes we forget to appreciate them. And how many opportunities that are around us, we simply don't notice and uh, sometimes just simply miss them. So I hope this in- interview will inspire you as much as it inspired me and maybe help to overcome some of your artistic blocks. So let us know afterwards what you think. And on this note, let's dive into the conversation. Hello, dear Alex. So welcome to the podcast edition number two with you. <laughs> hi, Jana. Hi, hi, hi. I'm very happy to see you. And thank you for this invitation for second time. I'm very happy to be here with you. <laughs> so, How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. Very happy to talk to you too and see you. And for everyone who just jumps in in the podcast i'll don't forget or find out that we actually had one interview already with alex i will include link in the show notes and she was sharing the really amazing stories uh, back then about how she started dancing how she started ballet dancing the fact that someone one of her teachers told her that dance is not for her and she probably should switch to something else and what came out of that and we also of course talked a lot about drum solo and uh, her approach so for everyone i really highly recommend go listen to the interview because that was very inspiring and we are not going to repeat the same stories <laughs> or maybe just mention them we'll see but uh, that was really fun and interesting and very inspiring uh, episode so don't forget to check it out i will include link in the show notes and on this note continuing the topic of drum solos i would do right away jump in and uh, start our conversation with your recent project dramatica course uh, online course so can you tell us a little bit uh, first about it and then uh, i will probably dig in in some creation process <laughs> questions but first uh, congratulations with the course and can you tell our listeners what it is about Thank you very much, Jana, for, for these your words. And uh, really, I would want to say before I start to explain about this course, I would want to tell thank you because you you knew about this course even before than all people know. And thank you for your help, for your support. <clears throat> so this course, it's a dramatic belly dance course. It's a three pre-recorded lessons about drum solo and tabla solo style. I had this idea because um, 
In 2020, we don't have opportunity to travel all around the world, but uh, I do really miss my students and I do really miss this time to share experience and to exchange the knowledges and the educational process. So I decided to record this course. It has three lessons, as I told before, and it has very logic structure because um, when we start to learn drum solo, when we start to learn these choreographies, I see that many dancers feel some complicated feeling about this and they say like, oh, drum solo, it's something hard for me. I don't understand. I cannot follow to music. But I want to say you, I want to share with you that drum solo is super simple topic. It's very simple. Just we need to catch the logic. So the course is about this. We start from the very, very basic things from the body posture, because for drum solo and for small technique, it's a little bit different from uh, Egyptian traditional posture or more modern belly dance, like for pop song or for ballad. It's modern ballad. It's a little bit different. So we start from this. Then we start to discover hips movement, chest movements, arms movements, waves and basic shimmies. Then slowly we go with this information, with this base, we go to a second lesson where we discover a combination. It's two minutes long and we learn this combination step by step based on the movement from the previous class. So in this case, this combination is more easy to do and more easy to follow because uh, in this class we already have the combination of hips and chest and we move them together. And after this, when we already start to control our body, we go to lesson number three, which is totally the choreography. And in this lesson, we discovered the way how to translate the music and how to read the choreography, not just the movement, but to have a choreography with the story, the beginning, the middle and the end. It's still based on the lesson one and lesson two, but also it has new information about the construction of the dance and of the process of creation choreography. So every one lesson can be separated. Like if you feel your level, the beginner or professional, you can start from different lessons. But all together, it's like a system which helps you to understand how to hear the music, how to listen it and how to translate it to your body. Because in drum solo and in tabla solo, the most interesting thing is the music and the way how you translate it and transmit it to your body. The music totally tell you the choreography. You understand every one movement is already inside of the music. You don't need to sing anything to, to create, to, I don't know, to, to work hard with your brain. Music tells what to do. And with this course, you will discover how to hear it from music and how to feel it from music.
I remember even in the previous interview, you were sharing a very interesting approach to your choreography and uh, choreographic process in general, how you see the choreography in your mind with the music and uh, uh, then you kind of discover and put it in your body. But I also noticed something from your Instagram post, but even now, right now, when you were describing your course, you very particularly differentiate drum solo and tabla solo. So for someone who may not follow your Instagram <laughs> and maybe not even notice this differentiation right now, can you expand a little bit more? What do you mean by each and what is it different for dancer? Uh, yes, it was my big pleasure. I will explain you this. Uh, this differentiation is exactly for the dancers it's not for the musicians but it's for us for dancers and i often we tell about this in the classes and the workshops uh, so we have drum solo and we have tabla solo why we need to share it why we need to divide because both musics have different structure and according to structure we can make our performance to be more interesting. So if it's a drum solo, it will be one rule to make your show and your performance to be more interesting. And if it's tabla solo, it will be a little bit another rule. It's okay if you don't follow not to the one rule, not to another rule. It, it doesn't, it, it's not the end of the world. And uh, actually every one of us is different and we all feel the music in different ways. So maybe for somebody it has no difference, drum solo or tapa solo. But if we say about my feeling and about uh, my key to the music and to the dance, so I do this separation, I divide them. Telling about drum solo, it's um, like if we say the drum is in English a different word which tell to us the name of musical instrument. So drum is uh, tramburin, tar, darbuka, uh, kongi, tam-tam, everything is drum. Even when Beyonce has her drummer, he plays drum. drum but kid, it's uh -huh. modern drums. Mm -hmm. So when we say drum solo, it means like we will have many percussional instruments, many different instruments, but it will be only percussion in the most, because right now these borders are very erased. So sometimes uh, percussionists, they add some melodies and some uh, specific moments, but we say about the, the heart of the music, the, full structure. So if we have few instruments, it will be drum solo. If we say tabla solo, tabla is the name of the instrument already. It's like a guitar or piano. And when we say solo of guitar, it means that guitar will play solo. We are not expecting to hear all the orchestra there. It will be only guitar or violin solo or piano solo. It means that it will be solo of one instrument. So tabla solo, it's only one instrument. You asked me the question, if we have two tabla, so would it be drum solo or would it be tabla solo? For me, it would be tabla solo because it starts to have 
two levels of structure. Why actually, again, we are back, why, why we divide it? Because drum solo has complicated structure of the music. It has few instruments and tabla solo has only one instrument, only one line of the music. If we look on the drum solo, we will have there the basic line, it's basic rhythms like Maksum, Saidi, Baladi, uh, Malfuf, Ayub, whatever. It's a basic rhythm. We hear it, but we don't listen. The second line is a rhythmic picture. It's like it's a rhythmic picture, but under this, if it's tabla solo, we will hear the bass, like and the middle line will be with this picture. The line number three, it's like accessories. It's the instruments which are like not typical for the tabla solo or they don't make the story. Um, for example, it's something mm, like right now, Kronis Taxidis, he likes to make a special sound like the wind or the sky or, uh, or the waves of the ocean. Or uh, Marco Sotero, he likes like Latin sounds. So anything what is very special and it creates the accents. Like it's the sounds which are not always in the story of the drum, but it appears, but uh, we hear it and we cannot ignore it. We will make some accent for this movement and this accent should be special. Like, do you remember famous tabla solo of Yulia Farid with iPhone music? So we hear this iPhone, we cannot ignore it. We cannot continue to dance it like a, like just drugs shanky. We should to show that we hear uh, call of the phone. We should to like to make the action for it. This is the accent. This is the third line. So this is the structure of tabla solo or drum solo? Drum solo. Drum solo. Because it has three structures. Like three or if we have only two instruments, then, then it will be only two levels without accessories. But uh, for me, when I perform drum solo or tabla solo, the very interesting moment is that um, when I started to dance, when I started to do my journey with the belly dance, the first thing what I saw was drum solo. And for me, it seems like, wow, like this girl, she's dancing so clear in music. It seems like she created the dance at first. And then somebody made music for her. Like I was thinking opposite way. And for me, it was so strong picture in my mind. So through all the art, through whatever I do still, I wish that people, when they look at drum solo or tabla solo, they have this illusion, they have this imagination that the dance was first and then the music was created for dance. And to have this effect, we must to believe that our body is the drum. So with our body, we play this music. It's like karaoke, but not with uh, words. 
it's karaoke with body. So we must totally to be clear with every one word of the body, what is said in the music. And for this effect, we must to choose which line we should to follow with the body. And it will be this middle line. If we say about drum solo, it will be this middle line of the accents. Like we hear dum tek tek dum tek dum tek tek dum tek dum tek tek dum tek, but we don't follow to it. We will follow to trta 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 trta. We will follow to these accents, not in the rhythm. And drum solo has very complete structure. The basic rhythm, like dum tek tek dum tek dum tek tek dum tek, or some another rhythm. They give the mood to your audience. So when people watch this performance and they hear drum solo, it's more simple for them to listen this music. And more simple, they get the mood from the music. Uh, because this rhythm gives the feeling and gives the happiness to audience already by the speed, by the deepness, by other things like Dancers become just additional element to the music. The most, uh, the, the most important thing which gives the mood is the music, not the dancer. Dancer just catch the mood and share it with people also. Like, for example, if we have very fast drum solo, uh, with uh, maximum rhythm, dum tek tek dum tek dum tek tek dum tek. This rhythm makes us always like to jump to run somewhere. It's very happy rhythm, and he makes uh, like good vibrations for drum solo when it's in bass. We cannot dance slow drum solo or very dramatic or very enigmatic because maximum will make us to move fastly or more funny, or more happy, or more, more open. If we will have heavy rhythm in the bass, we will read this feeling also, and we will become heavy and slow and delicious. I, I like this word about the dance, delicious. We will be delicious according to the basic rhythm of the drum solo. So to perform with a drum solo is more easy because it gives to a dancer very strong background, very strong uh, feeling. Like, um, for example, the track of Artem Muzunov, I Wanna Dance. So we hear, I Wanna Dance. Doo -doo 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 -doo. And like audience, you're already feel happy. Like, oh, wow, nice. It's, it's nice music. Now it will be something happy. It's effect of the music, not of the dancer yet. It's music. When we say about tabla solo, tabla has only one level of the music, like we we because we have only one instrument. So tabla it's like when only one instrument more. Uh, and in this structure. Percussionist, as usually, will walk from the basic rhythm to some pictures, from pictures to basic rhythm, 
And also when percussion is placed, they are the same uh, artists like we are, and they want to express their feeling through their art. They want to show that they, they can play complicated things. So they can, um, they can make a sound of some special things which are not very comfortable for simple listeners who are just not in belly dance. Like, for example, in general, drum solo and tabla solo is very specific music. You cannot take a CD and to make to play it in car, right? Depends. <laughs> well, for dancers, I'm sure many, but yeah, for for regular audience, that would be very unusual. <laughs> yeah. Yes, even me, I'm fan of drum solo, but all the CD, like ah, 15 yeah. tracks, I cannot listen in car. Like yeah. two, three, four, five, okay. But seven, eight, it started in my mind. Yes, yes, exactly, yeah. So it's it's specific music. So when we hear only tabla solo, it's even more specific because we don't have this I wanna dance. We don't have this uh, sound of the sky, sound of the ocean, or sh -sh 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 -sh. we have only one drum, which is only one. <laughs> And with complicated structures. So for dancer, the task is to show the beauty of this music. Because anyway, it's still beautiful. Just for the dancer, it's more challenging to translate it to audience who's just regular, who, who are not the belly dancers. So we should to travel also from simple to more complicated things, from basic rhythm to accents. Because this music sounds complicatedly for regular audience. And if we will move always in complicated way, audience will look and think like, oh my God, I don't understand the music and they don't understand the dance. Everything is very complicated for me. I need to relax my eyes a little bit. So uh, to perform the tabla solo is more challenging and needs more sensuality of the dancer. We should to feel very clearly people to our audience and to feel the musician. And in this case, the dancer is like a connecting element, like a translator of art to people. And they must find the connection between each other. Because tabla is specific art for regular people. But anyway, they can be together. <laughs> and this is the dance. So that's why I divide drum solo and tabla solo, because for me as for dancer, it's different task, different aim of the performance when I perform with many percussion instruments, instruments and when I perform with only one instrument. It's interesting how you were, while you were telling, I was thinking like my, my husband is a drummer and he always complains i mean jokingly but complains whenever he needs to play alone that he so much wish to have a backup drummer because first it's more traditional to have like one uh, doesn't matter either on tabla darbuka or like uh, uh, even cajon or like uh, some other arabic instrument but someone who can keep the main beat and then he can play with ornamentation on top of it because 
if it's just one drummer, he will try to put... That's why I was also curious, like, why specifically this, like, structure division, because I know he's, as a drummer, always, as a solo drummer, always tries to play a rhythm and ornamentation by himself. But because he needs to do two tasks at once, of course, his ornamentation is not going to be as complicated as he would do if he had a separate person doing the backup job. And it's not going to be continuous throughout the song. Sometimes he will break the rhythm just to do the um, rhythmic like patterns or phrases. But the, they are not rhythms, but just like drum, drum phrases. Uh, but it's like a, a challenge always for drama. And I know, as far as I understood, it's something relatively... Well, I, I cannot say really new or not, but uh, these days it a lot evolves from the competition world and festival world. The drummers need to travel alone and make a show. And some drummers, they even pre-record a backup for themselves. So they play a backup and then on top of that live, they play or, or like ornaments. And I know a lot of people like drummers from the Middle East who would not play a drum solo alone. Like, like, no, if they don't have a backup, they don't even, like, think about it uh, because they don't see it as a something professional. Like, oh, that's not traditional. But at the same time, while I even was saying why I kind of uh, resistant to say, oh, is that new or not? Because, like, I bet throughout history there was many situations that people like drummers were just playing around for fun on their own. So I cannot, we cannot really say is it new or not, but for performance sake, it's more or less like relatively new that comes from the basically financial struggle of festivals not being able to invite more than one musician very often. Uh, you mean to, to have only one drummer or? Yeah, not being able to finance travel of two drummers. Mm -hmm. But yes, as you told, uh, right now it's like a fashion that percussion is they record the background for them and they play. But before, actually, it was also like only one percussionist, so he played alone. And now in competitions, when we see this category, um, improvisation with a live tabla, they play as usually alone. So we still have this type of music. We still have this like only one drum sometimes but in the most yeah we go to drum solo yeah definitely i agree just i was open question which i don't know the answer i was like how much it comes from the tradition of playing alone or how much it comes from practical point that okay i don't have a backup drummer so i need to get creative to make it interesting on my own i don't know the answer it's just something like to think and maybe research <laughs> and just like the question how interesting sometimes the culture environment and practical things that influence in art too <laughs> Uh, before I saw like traditional scenes um, many times when in Egypt they perform and percussionist plays, he, he played alone and I saw many, many situations like this. So, yes, it was, it is. Oh, just, interesting. Uh -huh. Just right now we are we are more from the festival world, like we, we are performers, we are not just... Uh, 
we are performance performers. So we go to MP3 music in the most, but uh, live, what I saw, they perform with only one drum also. I would say that uh, drummer, percussionist with the background, it's something new. It's like not not very long time. I start to see it more often and often and often, more and more often. But before, they played a lot. <laughs> interesting, yeah, interesting. Like I had the actually opposite like information from what I knew that usually it's like a backup. Sometimes will be very simple, and then like alone it's something new. But I don't know something to <laughs> something to to look into even more. Yeah. I performed a few times with a long percussionist without background. Mm-hmm. And right now, when I perform with percussionist and I see his with background, I say, oh, percussionist with background, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, for me, it's more new thing. But for, for, for musician, uh, yeah, it's more comfortable and more interesting because to play with background because he can show his create creativity. He can show his um, what he can do with the drum, what he what he can play with this. So I understand them. It's more interesting for them. Yeah. Yeah, obviously it's interesting to dance to both and both exist. And I think we are talking right now about different time frames because <laughs> I think you're talking more like about like 10, 15 years of like active festival. I'm talking more historically throughout centuries. <laughs> so I think that's yeah. where we are not, not miscommunicating. But yeah. Um, also, I would love to ask you about this course. This was your first online course. So how uh-huh. was your recording and creation process from the point of view of creating online classes? Oh, it was complicated for me to decide it. <laughs> it was hard to decision, but actually I had this idea for a very, very long time, even since uh, it was time of DVD. Like that time, it was my first experience. I tried to do the DVD. We were recording, but it was not not the story of this happy end. It's a long story and I will not tell it. So the idea still was in my mind. And um, when I decided to do it, like finally, okay, I start, we start to record. It was before quarantine time. It was before lockdown. But uh, in the process of recording, lockdown appeared. And we started this process because it was like everybody started to go online. And uh, it looked for me a little bit messy, like everyone start to do, but nobody knows how it must look and how it must be. But everyone wants to start. So I didn't want to, to run to, to go deep in this, I just left my course, like for the better time. I thought maybe after lockdown, maybe after one year, half of the year, I will continue. And yes, half of the year was gone and we start to continue to do this course, but we already found that we want to do it better and we totally to re-record three classes. We 
that tree and we did it again. And with this one, we already continue the process and we finish it. We gave the birth to this baby. (laughs) (laughs) And hard, but we did it. And I hope we don't stop. I already think about the next part. I have the ideas how to continue and uh, which topics I would want to share also, which information I would want to open more, like even this drum solo and tabla solo, maybe something about the rhythms, about the music construction. Uh, maybe this information I would want to put in second part. Also about the shimmies, because in the first part uh, we touch only not so many shimmies. Yeah, not so many shimmies. But I would want to make the lesson exactly about the shimmies and which shimmy when we use, because we have about like 15, 16 types of the shimmies, and it would be nice uh, to have them in the um, in the system in mind and to use them. Mm. So we can. I'm sure now <laughs> listeners, like all dancers, like 15 kind of shimmies, okay. They start counting their minds. How many do I know? <laughs> well, I'm very uh, happy for you to see this project in the world uh, because I remember you were mentioning this idea for a while and now, like, it's here, it's happening, and already the continuation. <laughs> what was the most uh, challenging for you in terms of figuring out? figuring out online classes to record the most complicated was to record because like to to speak for the camera and like to imagine that you are originally in the class with students it was the most complicated thing and it was like out out of my mind What kind of advice would you give uh, Alex Delora at her first recording session of this course? <laughs> to relax. <laughs> I would give advice to relax, to trust to universe that uh, every one way we should to go step by step and we should not think that all the doors on the way must be opened on the same time we just go and we open the door one by one so when we see one door is open it's enough to enter and i would give advice to her to go to this door and not to wait and to look to another door so mm. everything was very easy with the course but at the beginning it was complicated for me to imagine how how it will be totally uh, it was the first time when i did anything online and really i'm i'm not very good in all these questions i don't understand these programs this this way how it works how to connect it together how how to make it automatically but Actually, I'm a dancer and I should not know it, maybe. Like, it was okay that I didn't know it. So I just started and I found right people. I found right team who helped me and who led this project to develop and to open doors one by one by one by one. And thank you, of course, Jana, because you helped me to to make some 
construction in my mind also with this this with this course advice for myself is just relax and breathe in <laughs> and out <laughs> And out, yes, and out, breathe in and out, yes. Um, Some time ago, you wrote on your Instagram a phrase that perfectly comes to uh, this idea that you shared right now. You wrote something like, you don't need to be perfect to start, but to become perfect, you need to start. (laughs) Yes, it's phrase lives with me very long time, and this is the quotation of my dance school. I have a dance, it's even not a dance school, it's a dance space and space of develop energy of femininity. So we have women's, women and girls who come to us to develop themselves. It's not Olympic reserve for the belly dance and for dance competitions, but they develop themselves as persons so this is the quotation of my school actually that we should not be perfect to start but to be perfect we should to start so many times i meet when the girls they call to me and they say oh i would want to to start belly dance but i cannot dance it's okay you go to learn the dance or they say oh i would want to go to stretching but i'm not flexible it's okay you go to develop your flexibility so i don't know from where we have this in mind that to start like we must be perfect in everything before we start the way but Hey, if we would be so perfect in everything, why to start then? Why why to to go to dance school? Why to go to stretching? It's because you want to develop yourself. So you should not be perfect at the beginning. But if you want to be perfect, really you must to begin. <laughs> you know, it reminded me a meme. Um there was a meme that the guy looks at the girl like doing her nails like taking care of her nails and he asked her oh but didn't you go to the manicure so didn't you go to go to manicure salon today and the girl's angry looks at him like what do you want them to see my bad nails (laughs) it's exactly (laughs) the same like how can i go to a stretching class if i'm not flexible already Yes, yes, it's it's seems very strange for us. It's like I'm gonna to go to hairdresser, but I must to go there with the beautiful hairstyle. But wait, I I go there for beautiful hairstyle, not with mine. Or I do to I go to makeup artist, and I already must to arrive with makeup. No, <laughs> so it's it's the same. Yeah, it's the same as like dance classes uh, and uh, all other stuff too. But I also know that many people, they come to belly dance um, in order to get fit. Some specifically to lose weight, for some it's like more as a fitness activity. In your opinion, do you see belly dance as like uh, efficient fitness activity? Um. Sometimes girls come to me, like they sell, uh, they say to me also that uh, we want to start belly dance because we want to be slimmer. So I tell that the belly dance is not panacea for the 
weight losing. You will not lose weight just doing belly dance. If you do belly dance and you come back home and eat half of the big cake, <laughs> it will not work for sure. But belly dance has very good affection to a woman body because it share the the it, it separates all the mass of the body like it becomes more beautiful in shape we work a lot with hips and the work of the hips starts from the knees and also it affects belly a little bit so it's it's like yeah like a soft clay like like the body becomes like the doll and dance just push some parts some places and this doll start to have a beautiful shape. So the belly dance really helps for the shape in body, but not to lose the weight. And actually the beauty is not minimum of kilograms. The beauty is harmonic look of the, of the body. And I think for this, belly dance is a perfect thing. Not to lose 10 kilograms, but to make your body how it is to be the most beautiful way as it can be and uh, i also know that you uh, nevertheless combine i saw a little clip a while back also on your instagram you were doing some fitness classes like some arm exercises with weight doing shimmies i know it was a different like special class but can you tell a little bit about this mixture because uh it's different than just belly dance but it's also something interesting and of interest for people how possibly they can bring some fitness element um into their belly dance training on top of what we talked just now yeah uh, well, belly dance itself, if, if the girl just starts to do belly dance, it will have amazing affection to her body because her body have never tried to do such a movements. In belly dance, we work with muscles which we don't use in everyday life. So when she will start to work with the belly dance, she will see very fast effect on her body. But when the belly dancer is already advanced and she's doing this exercises this this kind of work for the body every day and a lot it start to lose its effect because muscles start to get used to this it's it's already normal for them to do shimmy to do belly roll to do chest shimmy to do hip shimmy everything becomes normal and to hold the shape and to hold the muscles in tonus, we should to make a little bit more load for the muscles and for this additional things we can use these uh, things for the weight we can use elastic strings we can use a different way of stretching or like right now my last passion aero stretching i do stretching on the air and it really helps to have arms in the shape uh, your shoulders in shape your belly your legs and it stretch you and it makes the body to be more more breathing <laughs> <laughs> Actually, belly dance, we can combine with some fitness activity and we can do even fitness belly dance, not just some activity which is parallel to belly dance, but also we can do it together. But it's like just exercises 
It's just the work for the body. It's just helps you to develop the power of your body. And if we say about the drum solo and tabla solo, of course, it will help to develop amplitude. If we work uh, with these heavy things in arms, uh, it will help you to work more with shoulder, to hold by your back. And also it will help to develop these things with the pelvis, the elements with the pelvis, where we use muscles of the back also. So, yes, it can be, it can be together, but not too much. And I advise for belly dancers not to, to work with heavy weights. Like gym and belly dance is, uh, it can be, but also it must be a lot of stretching, stretching more than the gym, because gym make muscle to be shorter and later we can have problem with amplitude, amplitude start to be less. So if you do gym, then you do stretching more than gym. If you do just work out with your body weight, it's super good. It's very, very, very good. And what uh, do you uh, do for yourself to stay in shape and fit? I Like my last passion is iron stretching. I do iron stretching. And also in my school, we started very interesting program. It's, it's my authoric program. We do split with machine, split machine. It's static training and it seems like you don't do anything. You just sit in machine. But at the same time, you work a lot with the back because it's not so easy to sit in this machine. You work with arms because we push from the floor and we get up with our body weight. So it helps to develop the shoulder and the chest muscles. Um, and it really helps you to stay connected with your body and to feel your body, to feel your possibilities. And especially when it starts to, when you start to see some results, you feel like, oh my God, I want to do more. I want to do more. And um, you inspire yourself and um, you do more activity. Just to hold myself in shape and to stay in shape, I do something totally different from belly dance because my body is already get used to belly dance and just belly dance, uh, like for my body, it's not enough. Or I need to do it really like a fitness and to sweat with the 10 liters of water. In this case, yes. <laughs> but your current training basically focused on stretching. Uh, you mean me? I... Yes, yes, yeah. Uh -huh. Yes, yes. In the most, I work about the stretching. But if you think that stretching doesn't help to stay shape and fit, it's really very wrong because when you do stretching, if you stretch your legs for split, for example, you must to hold yourself on the hands. And believe me, it's not so easy. You never thought before that you are so heavy before you need to hold yourself on your own hands. <laughs> in iron stretching, and it's the same. You always hold your body weight with your hands or with legs or with your torso, or you push yourself with your body weight. Body weight. So 
Like it, it really makes muscles to be not only stretched, but also in tonus. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's also interesting how uh, different people structure their training differently. Uh, and uh, some focus more on stretching, some actually do involve gym. And for them, it works. Some go do different dance classes and it works. And it's interesting to hear from different people. And it also brings a realization that everyone needs to find something for themselves and not just copy blindly uh listen to some you know like script or recipe or oh, you should do this you you should try it for yourself experience listen to your body and then decide yes exactly everyone is different we are all different we have different inside process and we have different uh, way we have actually different types like mesomorph ectomorph we are all different and what can work for one will not work for another one so it's it's normally like for me before the belly dancing i did sport my body actually get used for the physical work so whatever i do new it already seen on me if my body start to get used to this activity it's normal for the body okay it's okay to hold yourself on the hands okay i already can and that's all my body finished to give the result <laughs> i need to change but yes for somebody gym works well and they have beautiful body shape for somebody another kind of dance works well because also it's another muscles another way to move and um, it's changing of activity and it's yes for everyone it's different but uh, what i found for myself that uh, I, I like i don't know do i need but I like to add something different in not only belly dance but to have something else Mm. Yeah, it's very important to be in tune with what you actually like, not just what you need to do, but something to find that you actually like. How does uh, or how is uh, current quarantine going for you? And I know for you it was uh, well almost almost a year ago, not a year ago, but all, like. Clo coming close in a few months to a year that we are on this lockdowns and quarantine times. I know for you it was quite a quite a big shift from one lifestyle to another lifestyle. <laughs> so how how is it going for you and how you feel uh, in the beginning of quarantine and now? Uh, for me, it's okay. Like, I don't feel very big stress or some difference because... No, I feel the difference. Of course, I understand this difference. Just uh, what I mean that I learned to accept things as they are. It's It has no meaning to fight with the world. It's just... Um, we can spend a lot of energy fighting with situation, but we actually could spend this energy for developing something different. And when words says that something will be changed in your life, it's okay. It's okay. I accept it and I just go on. 
So when quarantine started, when lockdown started, I already had many events before. So for me, it was okay to relax, to restart the mind, to restart the body and to change to change my way of thinking and to to look around because trips 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 travels travels it's very interesting just uh, with this i noticed that i don't see another things around of me so i love i love my travels i love what i do i love the belly dance i love the all the festival activity but i also I actually love the life. I love all things what is going on around. So I start to look to around of me. And in Ukraine, in my city, I have my dance school. And I found like, oh, it's great. It's time to make a restart of my dance school. So till I'm here, I'm doing renovation of my dance space and we we are going now for very big changes we will adapt for new era we will adapt the school for new era and i'm the, i'm thankful to this process that to quarantine time that i can do this process so whatever is going on i accept only with the gratitude and i'm very thankful also, I had opportunity to finish my online classes finally, because if I would travel, I would, I don't know, 10 years later, I would finish it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, only positive things, only, only positive. Yeah, it's a great skill to be able to see positive elements in absolutely everything. And uh, that helps to, to move forward faster and easier that's for sure <laughs> yes yes and i think that we actually should do to be more easy about life because sometimes we think that all oh, we want this and it would be better for us but we forget to trust to universe i have one story very I don't know, story with the meaning, which teach us, teach me a lot. I don't know if, if people will take something from this. So the story is about a man who, who, who was a good man. And he lived in the place um, where rose, the flower rose, didn't grow. He had a bad earth quality there, but he wanted so much that the rose grows in his garden. And every Every day he was praying to God, like, please, God, let me to, to grow up the rose. I wanted so much the roses in my garden. And it once um, in his garden, he saw that some small plants start to grow up. And he's, he looks, oh, something is growing. But then he noticed that this is not rose. And he threw it out. And again, he continued to wait roses on that place. And again, he continued to pray to the God and he say like, please, please, God, why, why you send me that plant? It was not rose. I want roses so much. And God answered to him that 
you know, I was looking at you and I found you a good man. And I decided to give you the tree from the paradise because you you deserve something more than just roses. So the tree of from paradise is the, I, for, for my opinion, it's your the best thing. It would be better than roses for you. But you decided that you don't need these things. You don't need better things. You need only rose. So for me, it's like, uh, I always remember this story. So whatever happens in our life, I always accept it like a tree from paradise, but not just the rose, which I wanted. And really, every time uh, I'm thankful that I have this opportunity and that I can I can move, I can continue to do what I want, what I like, and thankful for the new opportunities which are given by the universe. Hmm. Wow, that's so nice. And uh, I'm also thankful for this time that we now have to spend together and to chat and uh, record one more episode because who knew if you had a busy travel schedule, maybe that would be not that simple. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we have time, so we have opportunity to speak. And this is amazing also. We yes, I'm thankful for this also. Mm. Yeah. Well, um before I ask you our uh, summary question, I would love to thank you for deciding to share this spare time with us and uh, sharing a lot of insights into your um, new course, into drum solo nuances that you're so passionate about, into your creation process and training process. So uh, thank you so much for sharing with us, uh, with our listeners. And uh, um, I also, before we sum up, I would love to uh, remind once again to our listeners that they can connect with you via social media. So maybe uh, now you can share if you have any uh, favorite social media for dancers to follow you and see all activities about you and your uh, new creation drum course. And if you have any preferences where exactly they should go to see all this information. You can follow just to my Instagram page to Alex Delora or Instagram page of Traumatic Belly Dance. Uh, there you will find all the information about course and about me. And if you have any questions, you can always feel free to ask. I'm always there to answer you. Mm. I will definitely include links in the show notes. Uh, as well as website of your course, so all people can easily uh, find <laughs> find it by one click and find more information. And uh, I would love to ask uh, our uh, summary question, which uh, I know we already discussed, but it would be cool uh, to um, now ask it again with... Uh, time passed and see maybe your interpretation will be like different uh, so the question is what makes you fall in love with belly dance again and again so you keep doing it for so many years um i like that i 
can discover myself in belly dance. Every one of us has uh, the way to express inside the world. And I think it's actually very important element in life to find this way. So for me, belly dance is exactly this way. I can express my inside feelings, my inside world. I can be the girl maybe who I cannot be in everyday life and the belly dance helps me also to discover myself it's uh, the way when I try to get to to know myself every time when I do something new I develop me and I share it with the world so I like this way that the belly dance helps to to open me in me and i wish that you can open in you <laughs> with belly dance ah that's so beautiful i i cannot say that i need to fall in love every time with the belly dance again and again and again just this is the way how i can how i can open myself like the musicians they introduce their soul through the music singers throws the words dancers throws the body movement throws the instrument of expression with the body so we are dancers and my kind of dance is belly dance my way to express myself is belly dance that's it for today guys but before you go away don't forget to screenshot this episode and share it with your friends and if you post it on social media please tag me and our guest because we love seeing who is listening to the podcast thanks for being with us and i'll see you next week same time same place